0: Well, you guys are going to have to help me, because I, I like to, uh, you know, have fun with y'all, and, and, and I'm not very good at even finding jokes on the, uh, on the Internet, so you're going to have to help me. So I was looking for some fasting jokes, okay? And, and this, is, this is all I, c- I came up with, okay? Here we go. When the pastor decides that the whole church needs to fast, she doesn't look very happy, does she? All right, next one. No eating for how long? Say what? In his language, okay. Here's number three. When someone offers you food while you're fasting, the Lord is testing me. All right, so you guys help me for next week. Send me, send me some, okay? Well, my name is Stephen Riley. I didn't say that. I'm lead pastor here at Living Waters Church. It's a privilege to serve you, and. These times of fasting, we don't do it, uh, haven't done it necessarily every year on a periodical basis. In fact, last time I remember doing a long fast was three years ago, uh, January, the month before the pandemic hit. And we didn't know <laughs> what God was preparing us for, did we? It was a very powerful time. And I still remember the worship nights and prayer nights we had during that time. Because they did stand apart than others that we had had, so I want to tell you this Friday night at seven o'clock i mean i i my my anticipation is up that and and I believe that many of you will come it won't be a small group be a, it was a good sized group because it's there's a what happens during fast is God increases our hunger, and that's what I want to encourage you to do is come ready to worship uh you know don't come waiting for your face favorite song to be done uh, don't wait you know till Uh, Somebody else enters in. I mean, you come driving ready. You're in the car. You're getting ready. You're preparing yourself. I can't wait till they start that first song. And it's going to be primarily a worship night to just get our eyes on Jesus and don't take them off. And uh, I'm sure there'll be some prayer later on, but we're going to focus on worship uh, this this Friday night, 7 o'clock. There is child care for the younger children they are really looking forward to that. Over the next few weeks, we will be uh, really describing to you our vision for 2023. And yet this timing of this fast and uh, this worship night and so forth, these are how we build our life with the tools building on the foundation of Jesus Christ. And so I'm excited about that, and and coming up in a a couple weeks, we'll start pointing you in that direction. But I'm so glad that we're doing the right order of things by putting Jesus first during this fast. Uh, You know, I said this last week, I like it, I'm going to say it again, that fasting, it's not the absence of food or media or something else that you're cutting out right now, but it is It is really about the indulgence of Jesus Christ, that we have this priority of him in every area of our lives. And so I really want to encourage you to think of it that way. Let every time that you are uh, fasting something on your phone, a certain app or social media, and you go and reach for it, oh, that's that reminder, I want to focus on Jesus more today. You know, that time that you're going to the closet to get that dessert and you're fasting sweets and you're, oh, and your body's just used to it, it's 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 reaching for it. Oh, I'm putting Jesus as my priority today. And I'm building on a strong foundation. <clears throat> I want to go ahead and, and go a little bit further with that because... I'm really asking everyone to fast, to pray about it, to find something that God will pick out, say, do that, abstain from that, because this is something that I believe God wants 20 to 23 to be different than 22 or 21 or before, that because we started with him as a priority in the month of January, it's going to affect our whole year. So I really want you to expect change in your life, that this fast is the spark of new areas of growth and freedom that you haven't had before. I also want to warn you that when I've done fast and I have my list of things I'm praying for, that sometimes I don't hear much about those specific items. I don't get those things answered during the fast. God surprises you and he shows you things that he wants to work on something else. Something else he's directing your attention to. And so, keep your ears open, folks. Because God will actually point out something else and something else to uh, uh, put your faith toward. Then, then, it's often soon after or later on, some of the revelation you're asking God for. God, Your, your prayers it even change and grow, and you see answered prayer after the fast, sometimes soon after or much later. So don't be uh, surprised that God would do that. But I just want to boldly say, if you haven't been having your devotions consistently in 2022, it can change this year. And this fast can be the catalyst and the transformation time to get your consistency in your devotions. If you haven't been in the Word and the Bible is dusty in 2022, that can change for 2023. You can ask God that during this fast, and if you haven't started yet, start now. We've got 14 more days. It it can be the catalyst for you to be make this a part of your lifestyle, not just your thoughts or desires, but a lifestyle to be digging in the Word more so. If you've been filling your mind with many other uh, podcasts and news apps and, and, and TV shows and series wall, which may be clean, but you have forgotten to think about God during the day with worship songs, with preaching, with Bible teaching, something else, this is the time that you can fill your mind and make a different pattern in 2023 for you. You might be saying, oh gosh, Stephen, I've got so many things in my life. I have bondages in my life. I have things that have lasted in bad habits. I'm going to ask you, have you fasted and prayed over that bondage before? To seek the one who is the one who sets us free, the bondage breaker. If you have a bondage to gambling, to alcohol, a bondage to greed, to lust, let me tell you, this fast can break the hold of it, and you can see new freedom here in the next few weeks. How hungry are you for freedom? How badly do you want it? This is the time of transformation. One thing that's happening uh, this week and talking to people is the baptism of the Holy Spirit came up in last, uh, last Sunday's interviews. We're going to have a few more today and um uh it was it was glorious a, a couple of people did receive the baptism of the holy spirit with speaking in tongues last sunday and that was just glorious and and i you know just hearing the stories and t- other people were being refilled with the spirit and yet it brings up a lot of questions and uh things that you know people haven't uh you know have struggled with in the past or issues that they experienced growing up, and man, that was just confusing, and it was. There are times in the Pentecostal and charismatic movement, there was, it was just confusing or hurtful. And so I really want to encourage us, let's just feel free to talk about these things in our, you know, text, phone calls, conversations. I know our men's group on Wednesday morning, we've decided to, to change our focus in the theme. We're going to talk about questions and issues and scriptures and read scriptures together about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So I want to encourage you to pursue that as well. And, and let's just kind of create a season of this. But I want us to look in this believing God, what he's going to do during the fast. Go to Matthew 17 with me. I have a couple of scriptures I want to go through before I bring in the interviews this morning. Matthew 17, and I'm going to start reading in a moment at verse 19. The disciples have been sent out, and they have been ministering in the name of Jesus. They have been ministering a healing and deliverance out in uh, different towns and cities and areas. And there was this one person that was oppressed and in bondage by demons, and they couldn't they couldn't heal this person or deliver him, and they. It was happening. They were seeing this kind of fruit, and they were not clear what was going on here. And so in verse 19 and and chapter 17, then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, why could we not drive it out? And he said to them, because of the littleness of your faith, for truly I say to you, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible to you. So there are times when there are mountains, there are obstacles in the way. And you're praying over those things in your life. There it's a darkness, it's an enemy, it's a bondage, it's a it's you feel stuck and it's and and he's saying, Hey, there is a growth in your in your faith. You're you have little faith, and then he says, All you need but then you all you need is a a little mustard seed faith. So he doesn't even he doesn't say some big seed some big old honking watermelon seed or something. He just says it's little tiny. So it's using our faith the faith we have and it's going to grow. Verse twenty one. But this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. There is a digger, dig, digging deeper, folks. That God wants us to to seek Him, and so He sees that that hunger, that thirst, that Surrender to him and he increases deliverance during times, extended times of prayer and fasting. So I just want to say to you point blank, if you need to be set free, you need to be fasting these next 14 days. And you might go, well, is that just going to change everything in my life? Just as this fast, everything will be perfect. No, it won't be perfect. But the grace of God will be active in your, in your life, in that area, that much more. And it'll be the, the key to your deliverance or to get to the key of your deliverance. Let's look at a, another passage. John chapter 7. Jesus is speaking at the end of the Feast of Tabernacles, and he steps up in front of this crowd, including religious leaders, and he blows them away, the and he tells them who he is John chapter 7, starting at verse 37, says, Now on the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood up, cried out, saying, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Come to me, come to me, the Son of Man, the Lord Jesus Christ. I am the Messiah. Come to me and drink. But he said, It's an if. If you're thirsty. I ask you today, are you thirsty and hungry today? Yes, Sandy, I know she is. She loves the word. She is a hunger and thirst. If you're not, it's okay because you can't drum it up in your own uh, uh, will and determination. You need the Lord's help. You need Jesus to be hungry and thirsty for him. You need his love to love him back. You need his His strength to serve him. You need him so it's okay. It's don't get discouraged. You're in a good place. Just be honest with God. I don't have Hunger and thirst. God help my hunger and thirst. Let's keep reading. Verse 38. He who believes in me, as the scripture said, from his innermost being will flow rivers of living water. That's us, folks. That's believers. There there is a river flowing out of us. It's the Holy Spirit, and that's the whole point of being filled, refilled, being uh, uh, baptized in the Holy Spirit is that this Holy Spirit in us becomes rivers out of us, through us. It's all this water represents the work of the Spirit on the earth, the work of the Spirit of God, the Spirit of Jesus, the, Holy, the work of the Holy Spirit in the earth. That's what we're seeing is that people are hungry, they're thirsty. God is filling them and releasing the Spirit of God. Verse 39, But this he spoke of the Spirit whom those who believed in him were to receive, for the Spirit was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified. Again, I just just have resources I want to give you. I want to do a Bible study. There's so much. If you have questions about the baptism of the Holy Spirit because it's either new to you or it was confusing in the past, let's start a conversation. Contact me. Let's work through those. Let's go to the Word together. One last Scripture. I tell you what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and stop here, and I can come back to some of this stuff, because I'm excited about our interviews that we've got going. So let's do that. I am privileged to have several more of our um, uh, just veterans in the faith, in the Spirit, and I'm going to ask Elsie Preston to come on down first. Did you hear that? Yay, she has a fan club. Give her a big hand. All right. Um, Elsie and Ed, Ed couldn't be with us today, Uh, are original members of Living Waters Church 41 Years. These two love you very much. They've proven that by the way they serve us all. They pray for you, um, they give to you. Uh, Elsie serves so much on the love response, helping people who are sick or coming out of the hospital. Uh, They're in prayer meetings. Ed leads two men's prayer groups. And so, and we're talking 41 years, folks. The faithfulness of serving this body and being a mentor to others. How do you say thank you? I don't know. Elsie and Ed, thank you. <laughs> I don't know how you say thank you for 41 years, but thank you. Yes, give her a big hand. So, Elsie, share what's on your heart as far as the deep well of the, uh, of, of the, of the spirit, of, of living waters, and re- releasing that. What has God want you to share?
1: Okay. <clears throat> well, is this on? Is it on? You got okay. it. You're on. Uh, I, I was going to say that I take notes so I don't ramble. And uh, and because I'll, I'll stay close to what I've written, uh, I may not be looking around, but I know you're there. Love you all. Um, when Ed and I first moved to Frankfurt in 1976, we didn't realize what God had in mind, um, that he, he was bringing us here, not for Ed's new job only, but um, to change our spiritual lives. And we were in our 20s, uh, we were born-again Christians, and we had been youth leaders at a denominational church in the Ashland-Boyd County area, and um, we got to participate in uh, a move of God that, uh, with our young people, that lasted for weeks and affected the lives of everybody involved, radically changing old and young alike. And um, an older man that was uh, a leader in that denomination told us that he, uh, it was the closest thing to Pentecost he'd ever seen. And um, so, you know, we were we were just <clears throat> privileged to be a part of that.
0: Wow, that's awesome.
1: And so you see, God was laying groundwork before we ever came to Frankfurt, and uh, we began to, when we got here, we began to look for a church, and we found one. We were there um, a little over three years, but we, we began to hear about a church at Grafenburg, which we didn't even know where that was, but um, we ended up coming to that church, found a congregation of wonderful, just sweet, precious people. That loved God. They even loved each other. They really did, and so uh, and that's where Ed and I each received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. That's a whole another testimony. Um, and out of that group of of wonderful people, this very church was born. Mm-hmm. Joel and Carol League were pastoring us, and through their leadership, we grew spiritually. And over all these years. Uh, that followed, we experienced things that were new to us, but they were biblical. And uh, something that we've learned is that uh, if you're feeling dry spiritually, um, it isn't God's fault. Mm -hmm. We can be as close to him as we take the time to be. All we have to do is come to Father God and and pray, uh, just like a child, and say, Father, what's wrong? What stopped up my well to just a trickle? Because I want you to be that well that springs up in me, uh, mm-hmm. gushes up on the inside of me. Yeah. I don't want to feel far away from you. Please show me if I've done something that, uh, has, that was wrong, that, that displeased or dishonored you because you're the holy God. I know you love me. I'm your child, and you want the best for me. And because God's Holy Spirit lives in my spirit, he'll tell me what's stopping the flow in my life. Could be strife or or bad attitude or self-centeredness or allowing too much of the world in my life or leaning on the world system too much instead of just getting to know my father and my Jesus um, more. And um, what do we do when when he does show us? We repent. Mm. And that's a word that You know, if if you don't want to hear it, you need to, because that's the answer. When we're getting off track, just repent. That's all God asks us to do. Just come to me, uh, but sincerely mean it, and just just say, God, I'm so sorry. I I don't want to be off track. So anyway, um, and, and I thought, well, that applies to churches too, not just individuals, because what are churches full of? bunches of humans (laughs) so so repent and and i know you've seen those you know on the highway you've seen those sometimes repent and people make fun of that but that's what we need to do and just a quick thing um about to to the born again um don't be afraid of what god wants to do in your life it's the enemy that wants to scare you and and think that oh i i don't i wouldn't want to do that or I, you know um, whatever it might be, but, but um, it's the enemy that's really afraid of you because if if you let God work in your life, you're going to be a threat to the evil kingdom, but you're going to be a light to people that have no clue, they, they have no hope. Just yesterday, the Lord uh, let me find something in, in one of my Bible's uh, uh, comments. And uh, so this is all quoting. But I thought, how interesting. It was about digging an empty well. And it it talked about uh, working on something, your own project, doing it your own way, following your plan, trying to make things happen in your own strength and ability. And if so, it's not going to work if you've left God out of your plan. And we make a plan and then pray for it to work. But He wants us to pray first and ask for his plan. And after we have his plan, then he wants us to trust him to bring it to pass. So our activity birthed out of the flesh actually prevents him from showing himself strong in our lives. And that's not the way to live the higher life that God's prepared for us. So ask God to help you and lead you as as you work in your Christian life so that your efforts will be productive. And when when I finished that, I thought, wow, God always has a better plan than we do. um, So uh, in closing, (laughs) um, in the New Testament, for anybody that's not familiar with the Bible, um, the book of John, chapter 8, verse 32, Jesus is talking, and he says, and you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. Emphasis on no. And for me, that says it all. Uh, That's what I want, and I I think that's probably what we all want. Um, And uh, I I don't want my head in the sand. I don't want to be off track. Um, Conviction is my friend. Thank you, Lord. And so um, where do we go to find this truth? Uh, I don't have a third hand, so would you all hold up your Bibles and because i didn't carry it up here okay that's where we find it that is the truth yeah it's god's uh his bible his divinely inspired written word so for all of us uh in these 21 days go to the word because the truth is going to set us all free
0: Mm, that's right that's right thank you so much now, let me just ask you a, a, a quick question, uh, explain. I can see Ed needing to repent a lot. I can see that, okay? Um, now, uh, you, Elsie, you, know, you. you know, hi, Ed, you know, I love you. Okay, and um, so what is that like? I mean, you, you repent when you become, you're in salvation, you turn from your life, your selfishness, uh, the sin that you're engaged in, and, and you, you turn and repent and turn the opposite direction to Jesus, but even repenting as a believer, you've been a believer over forty years. I mean, what what does that look like? Well, give me, you know, give me a little bit more feel. What does it look like?
1: Well, even even if you've been born again for a long time, you know, we're still flesh and blood, uh-huh. and uh, uh, of course, the more we yield to the work of the Holy Spirit, uh, that's what needs to happen. But uh, but we still miss it and um, maybe get angry. Do we? Anybody get angry once in a while? <laughs> uh, something just doesn't go your way and, and uh, hits your flesh wrong and so whatever it is um, and, and of course repent does mean to be sorry for for that and so uh, you have to be willing to say, okay Lord, I see, I get it and thank you for showing me and just like the children of Israel, how many times did they mess up and had to start over again and again they would repent. And, and start over, and it, we're no different, we're human, and so just um, be willing to hear uh, that convicting voice of the Holy Spirit, repent, and move on, because once you've repented, okay. he throws your sins to the sea of forgetfulness.
0: Amen to that. So God is a holy God, yes. so even though to someone else it might be a little thing, if he convicts us, in his eyes, he's saying, this is unholiness, I, I want to... I want to cleanse you and rid this of your life and your life patterns. So repent, turn away from it, turn to him. But when you do confess it, you're humble, you go to that person, whatever. You can move on. You don't have do not walk in condemnation and guilt. And don't do that to yourself because God has. And that's a that's a scripture out of Psalms. He has thrown this into forgiveness. And as far as the east is from the west, which is continuously far away from each other. He has thrown this sin away. Amen. Let's give Elsie another big hand. Thank you so much. All right. Vernon and Linda Magnus, come on down. You're the next contestant on Open the Wells. Come on. (laughs) Oh, you're Vanna White, and here is uh, whatever his name is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Wow. I got a team here. Awesome. Awesome. Gindy this. I got this out for you if you need it. Well, Vernon and Linda, I don't know when you guys first started coming, but boy, you guys have thrown your whole uh 1986. And you have you have not stopped serving us. Plus, you have been examples of of God's heart, the Lord of harvest, his name is Jesus, and it's heart for hurting people. Uh, all around, including uh, and especially in the motorcycle community. So thank you for being an example of evangelism, the commitment. It's the, uh, it's the heart of Jesus Christ. We want more of that. Uh, we need you among us. And, uh, and also thank you for your leadership and prayer and all the praying and the, and the leadership and the prophetic uh, prayer meetings and things that you do. What has God put in your heart uh, this morning as far as the deep well? Go ahead, Linda, you first. Yeah.
2: Let me get this over and done. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wasn't going to say anything, but this is this is my heart. Intercession and worship is a well in me and in this body. Mm. And my prayer is the Lord will dig that well deeper, and the Holy Spirit will gush out with a huge geyser. Mm. Amen. And... Um, the disciples asked the Lord, the one thing that the disciples asked the Lord to do was said, teach us to pray. And all of us, if we're honest about it, we have to be taught to pray. And so that's what I want for, the, uh, for me to go deeper. And I would like more and more for this body to really, really go deep in intercession and worship mm-hmm. as we cry out more, Lord.
0: Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Linda, you want to pray over that right now or later? Like right now? I mean, that's.
3: She's not nervous. She has a physical condition that makes her. I <laughs> <off. laughs> right, okay. didn't
2: have to point that out. I can get away with nervous. <laughs> um, Lord God, Jesus, you yes. are our strength. You are everything that if we, to repent, to worship, to intercede, to lay on our hearts who to pray for, how to go, you are everything. And I am asking you, Jesus, for this well that was begun in this body back years ago for intercession and worship would go deeper, deeper, and deeper, and that we would use ourselves to lower that. A bucket yes, to gather yes, the, uh, the, the whatever it is that you lay out there for us to pray for, Lord. We want it. We want to go more and more and more with you, Lord. And if there's a place that we ask for you to teach us to pray, if we're at the very beginning of learning how to pray, teach us. If we're uh, been to, praying for years, teach us to pray in a greater way. It's on your heart. Amen.
3: John 10.10 says this the enemy comes to kill steal and destroy that's bad news here's the good news here's what God said I have come to give you life and life more abundantly and we have discovered that there is a depth to God that we've not reached yet but we want to we're still enthusiastic about it even though we were radically saved uh, 35, 37 years ago it could be 40. <laughs> but we're still radically pursuing Jesus, and the only way to do it is intimacy with him, get down in the well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to go deeper mm-hmm. because we want to be ready. We want to be ready with his compassion for the lost and passion for Jesus will get us there. But there is a revival coming in this land, and we want to be ready for it. And That's I right. know that you do, That's too. Right. We know your That's hearts. Right. But in order to do that, we've got to go deeper. And I just pray that we do. Mm-hmm. And, Lord, I just ask you now for a hunger and thirst yes. for more of you. Yes. And we know where it lies. It lies with you intimately, at mm-hmm. your throne, at your feet. Just give us that desire to go deeper and deeper and deeper still mm-hmm. in pursuit of you, that those two words would be our mantra uh, for this fast. Pursue Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen.
0: I want to ask you something else here, Vernon. Um, so uh, you guys are part of the leadership with the Caldwells. You know, Regina was, you know, a key leader in the prophetic monthly prayer meeting. That's the first Monday of the month, uh, at uh, starting at um, 530. 530, 530, and that's um, uh, here at the church. Here at the church. And that is one way to keep your well. Deepening is to get in some prayer groups and be consistent with that because that, that other person praying encourages you to pray, and then that, that hunger spreads around each other. But you shared with me a couple months ago from a, one of those prayer groups, and, and you mentioned the word compassion, and I thought about what you told me that the theme, one of the themes for that night was mercy. So could you just say a word of that and then pray for that for us, that we would walk in that? And, and you do walk in a compassion for hurting people. That's, that's the whole evangelism ministry that you carry. So,
3: That word was revealed to us through the uh, prophetic intercession, and don't let those words confuse you. It's, it only means that we're, we're hungry for more of God. And please come and visit with us and pray with us uh, on those first Mondays of the month here at 530. Uh, but the Lord revealed to us mercy. That one word uh, got us to praying in a certain direction, and that was for mercy. And we have to have mercy on people, and we know that you do, because he sure had mercy for us, enough to save us and let us walk this life near him. And mercy is what, is, what he wants us to, to pray for. Because we're going to need that as the people begin to come seeking uh, to get out of the darkness and the bondage that they're in. And so, Lord, we just want to pray that yeah, if that's right our with it, you. Yeah, just do it, And, Lord, that you would put mercy mm. deep within us, just as deep as your well is. That we would have mercy on those that we didn't think we could have mercy for. Because mm-hmm. they don't look normal. They don't, Lord. And you're going to send people here that need you. And we really don't care what they look like. We ask Mm -hmm, you to send them. That's right. And we're going to offer the mercy as soon as they open the front doors. In Jesus' name.
0: Amen. Linda, go ahead.
2: Back to not being afraid of the prophetic. The prophetic, I looked it up, and it's just prophetic intercession is praying the word of God. So I encourage you to come and join with us and agree with us is praying the word of God.
0: Amen. All right. Let's give these two a big hand. Grateful for them. John Conti, come on over. John Conti is a, a deacon here. He's on the board. Uh, he and Sylvia have been life group leaders for years. They carry the shepherd's heart of God in serving uh, so many of us, if not all of us, Uh, They love worship and prayer. John and Sylvia, along with uh, uh, David and Jessica Rock, help lead those um, uh, Open the Wells Friday night, once a month, uh, worship and prayer meetings. We're so grateful for you. And you also serve the younger generation in River Kids, and he's a key leader with Susan Whitehead. Let's give this couple, John and Sylvia, a big hand for all that they do for us and our families. What's on your heart, John? Well, to get
4: started, um, I have a word for somebody that I just want to pass on, okay. if that's okay. okay. Uh, and Tori and Phil, uh, I just pray that this year you're sitting on a well of joyfulness hmm. that that's, it's going to overcome. As you dig into that well of joyfulness, it's going okay. to bubble up, and it's going to help to overcome and wash away those things that are um, maybe troublesome. Uh, and, and issues, but but it's a well of joyfulness. I just keep getting that for you, and it's going right. to be infectious. And and perhaps maybe later on today, you you pray for others who just say, "I don't have that joy," I don't have that joy, and you may not feel like it today. <laughs> okay, I I just pray that that you're sitting on that. I just feel yeah. the Lord is telling me you are sitting on that well. That water's already under there. That water's there. That's good, and, and it's for you. So. Right, cool. um, well, right, I, um, yeah. uh, I want more discernment, is what I pray. And during this time, uh, we focus on fasting, 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 <laughs> fasting and praying, <laughs> yeah, that's right. fasting, fasting and praying, Fast, well, so if you're fasting and not praying, you're just going hungry, <laughs> all right? <Yeah. laughs> you're just going hungry. So I think we need to, I need, I need, uh, I might Amen. be the only one. I Amen. need to focus a little bit more on praying, yes. getting that intimate Amen. relationship with God, and that's what that is. Now, I have a problem with procrastination, and I'm probably the only one, too, okay? (laughs) Uh, This is
0: a time to repent, if if you're not going to be honest, okay? I'm in there, Lord, I repent. I'm going to be honest. Yes, I deal with it, too. Thank you, John. What do you got for me?
4: There's a scripture, and maybe a lot of you are familiar with it. It's read a lot in Isaiah 40 at the end. I'll just go to the very end. But those that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with the wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. And there's that word wait. And I think I've been substituting procrastinate. Those that procrastinate, wait till the time is right. Wait till the time is absolutely right and then do something about it. Jesus told a parable uh, in Matthew 25 of the ten virgins and they're waiting for the bridegroom to come, five of them were wise, and their waiting was well prepared. They were prepared. They had their lamps, their oil all ready. The other five were procrastinating. Okay, they didn't prepare. All were waiting. All were waiting, but wow, but some were prepared in the army. We had an expression, hurry up and wait, <laughs> okay? And a lot of times that meant get there early, just whatever, and just wait for the boss to tell you something to do. But waiting in the Army, and I'm going to compare it to this, means being well prepared. Mm-hmm. Continue to do mm-hmm. those wow. things yeah. that will allow you to enter in yeah. when the call comes, mm-hmm. when, the, when the mission comes. So, during this time of waiting, don't let it be procrastinating. I'm just waiting to hear from the Lord. No. Press in. Press in. Press in, and you'll hear from the Lord. Do those things. Do the worship. Be involved in the worship. Be involved in uh, being with one another. Be involved in the Word. Okay? Don't put off that, which you know the Lord has told you to do right away. Lord asked me to pass that on to you right now as opposed to to later so listen don't procrastinate and I'm talking to myself because this is what I need to repent of and this is what I'm working towards and
0: that's a, a well I, I want dug up wow so so there's a difference between waiting and procrastinating okay thank you for, thank you for that um, so when we're in our prayer and you emphasize prayer we don't want to just pray when we have a big need, and it's petition prayers. It's asking God, you know, to to meet that need. We want to pray even when, hey, today's pretty pretty calm, right? And then I think that's part of what you're saying. We 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 need to engage even when we're not necessarily just pushed into. It. I mean, sometimes we we fall on our knees and we're crying out to God because of something's going on in our life, and this is you you seek God even if you're not motivated like that. Anything to add to that? We
4: have, um, with our life group one time, we did a a, a little bit of an exercise where we wanted the Lord to tell you what to do with a $20 bill. And it was not to just go out and pass it on, but Lord, what do you want me to do with this right now? And it's that listening and praying. So there was a... uh, a reminder to pray, and there was that little emphasis to do that. To to, you know, wh- what do you want me to do right now? Which direction do you want me to go? Left, right? Who do you want me to talk to? Who do you want me to pray for? So yes, it's that. Uh, not just a need, not just petition, but uh, an intimacy, a talk as a friend, and and that's where I need also. I just need to dig in. So Lord, we just ask yes. a, a deeper intimacy. With you, we just ask your presence daily in our lives. We we pray that uh, we don't put off that which you'd have us to do, but we would wait for you, wait on you. Do those things with an expectation that, Lord, you're going to just be part of us. That you are walking uh, with us, showing us the direction. Guiding our words and steps, filling us with your spirit. In Jesus we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you, my friend. Excellent. Excellent. Let's give John a big hand. <clears throat> Nancy Winters, <clears throat> I'm gonna put you on the spot. Come on up here. She had a word in one of our open the wells night that I I want her to share and I and I I've been meditating on it. And I have something to even to, to, to how to kind of view it or apply it, I'd like to add, too. Are you you with me? you know what what I'm talking about? um, uh, Anointing. Uh Okay. All right. I had to remind her of a word. How about that? So this is is an interesting word because it... it, Go ahead and share it, and then let's discuss it and and pray over here.
5: Okay. So basically what the Lord... Nancy's
0: one of our original... Yeah. Uh, uh, members of the church. And I know she looks, you know, much younger than forty-one, but she's she's been here forty-one years, and her <laughs> mom was one of, the, of right. the founding members. So, right.
5: so um, the word that the Lord gave me was that He wanted us to put pressure on the Holy Spirit. So um, that may not make sense to you guys, but it's really more the ac- the actual words He gave me was to put a demand on His anointing which in in the interpretation that he gave me of that is for us to pray with fervor, with intensity, with passion, and to um, just expect God to move. Because we have the Holy Spirit within us already, um, the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead, and the Lord expects us to, you know, When we pray for someone to expect them to be healed, to expect him to move, to put a demand on his anointing to say, you know, God, you have called me. You have raised me up. I am your daughter. I am your son. I'm a prince. I'm a princess. I carry the anointing of Jesus Christ. I can put my hands on someone else. I can pray for them. And you, Holy Spirit, will move through me. You will heal them. You will touch them. You will deliver them. You will encourage them. You will exhort them. You will lift them up. You will bring freedom. You will give a word of revelation. You will give a word of encouragement. And um, so,
0: thank you, thank you. Let's let's unpack it a little bit more. I just love this so much because what's happening is, and I've heard Nancy talk about this before. We're in partnership with the Holy Spirit, with the ministry of the Holy Spirit. We're a partnership with Jesus. We're under His submission. He's our Lord and Savior. We're following Him. He's our covering, but we've joined Him in His army, and we're sh- soldiers together in this fight. And so, we have. So when He says, "I have authority," He gives, and then He gives us His authority. Right. And I have. I have just recently watched the latest. I think it was the latest episode of Chosen where Jesus sends them out in twos. And when they first heard him say, I'm going to send you out now in twos, and you're going to pray, and you're going to heal the sick, and you're going to cast out demons in my, in my name, they were like, what? I mean, the, the reaction, and I, you can imagine this. Now, hold on, hold on. You're the rabbi, you're the teacher, we're following. no i 'm sending you out, and I give you my authority in my name, and so you're a soldier of his you 're sent out on a mission on assignment, and so that's what I like about this that this this word is an encouragement to to partner with God and be bold in your prayers Amen. to be bold in your prayers and and you know we're let's let's just do a bold prayer right now um in here in a moment for jill vitato let 's pray for healing today now <laughs> She's been. She hasn't had a doctor's appointment. When it happened on Thursday, she's still trying to get in, and they say, "Okay, well, let's for Wednesday." All right. So she hasn't seen a doctor yet. Uh, she's, you know, when she was at the ER and all this. But so, so, God is a God of healing. He can heal her any time frame He wants. But let's pray a bold prayer that she didn't even have to go to that appointment on Wednesday. And this is the kind of thing I think you're encouraging us. Yes. And let our faith rise during this fast that our prayers get bolder and bolder. And and go ahead, what do, you, what do you want to add to that?
5: And to not be afraid to let the Holy Spirit pray through you. If the Holy Spirit wants to groan through you, let him. If the Holy Spirit wants to weep, weep. Um, and in so doing, you know, we are... Uh, releasing the power of God, and we are, um, you know, connected with the Lord in a way where um, we just are allowing the Spirit to move through us. And I just want to say that um, if there's anyone here who doesn't have the baptism of the Holy Spirit, which I like to call just your prayer language, just a heavenly language, to simplify it more, it is just a, a kind of like a direct communication line with the Lord, where you can just talk to him any time. You feel anxious, pray in the spirit. You feel worried, pray in the spirit. You know, there's something on your mind you can't put you don't know how to pray it in English because it's just, you know, over the top. Yeah. Pray in the spirit. You know, and um you kind of liken it like, well, you know, if you went to the White House and you had to talk to uh the President of the United States and um You know, you wouldn't know the language there. You wouldn't know how to communicate, and you wouldn't know all the things to say. I liken the Holy Spirit, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, to that. It's like a direct line of communication with the commander-in-chief, the king of kings, the Lord of lords. Everything that's in your heart that you want to release and don't know how to release comes out of that prayer language. So um, it's nothing to be afraid of. It's actually a really precious gift. So I just want to That's encourage right. everybody in that and say Does it doesn't make you weird. Um, you know, it's not like, you know, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. So,
0: God's blessing, gifts from heaven are blessings. You'll, you'll be glad. You'll be glad if, when you receive your prayer language. You'll yeah. be very glad about it. Um, I'm going to ask those altar ministry teams that, that are scheduled to come on down, the praise team to come on up. I'm going to ask for those, I asked, you know, who's been interviewing here to be available. And uh, let's pray some bold prayers. Let's, um, uh, and and if you, uh, that could be about the Baptist Holy Spirit, maybe not. Maybe it's something in your family, something at home, something financial. Uh, Might be praying a bold prayer about prodigals in in our our sphere uh, that we're praying for. But let's have altar ministry teams go ahead and come up. I just want to open up uh prayer time right now. I don't want to wait longer. Um I want us to get into to seeking God. God is wanting to refresh you. And if you've in your prayer language, if it's been something you did once, you know, 10, 20 years ago, no, that that was supposed to grow into part of your your uh, uh devotional times and times in the car and that was that was to be a blessing to you on a you know daily often basis. So let let this be a time for that, or maybe you have a question about that, and you want to talk to someone about the prayer language and speaking in tongues. Come on down and go ahead and uh, and and receive prayer. Nancy, I'd like for you to be a part of this this altar area. Don, you got something?
6: Special prayer request. I'd like to hear.
0: Yeah, let's let's get this mic. Don, let's say a bold prayer. What's on your heart? No, sure. What what's what's on your Yes, sir. It's fine.
6: Many of you know this morning that this church is here because of the United Methodist Church at Graffenburg. Many of you were there when it started. I was down there. Great things happened at that little church. I have a prayer request this morning. Next Sunday afternoon at 2 p.m., that same little church, the 15 or 20 people that's left, they're going to have to vote as to whether they keep that church or whether it's turned over to the United Methodist Organization. The reason for this is, as I speak, the United Methodist Church is falling apart, splitting right down the middle, absolutely. These 15 or 20, they want to keep that church. They want to put up new signs, an independent church. The reason for that is because the Methodist hierarchy, they are approving gay marriages, they have bishops women married to women they have men married to men this is happening right now the people that are down there now want to get out of that, they want to buy the church, it's going to cost them pretty good they want to have an independent church where they can praise and worship God according to his word I said all that to say this I have a special prayer request like I said, next Sunday afternoon at 2 o'clock those 15 or 20 and others may be coming to vote the Methodist way. I'm praying that don't happen. But we want God's will to be done. I know we all do. And I know especially you that were there these 41 years ago, there's a special place in your heart for that place. Yeah. God did marvelous works there. I yeah. was there. I couldn't wait to get there. I do not believe God wants that little church to fold up and die. That is my prayer request for this week during this fasting time, especially. Mm-hmm. Pray for God's will to be done down there in that little church at Greffenburg.
0: Thank you. All right, I'm going to ask those altar ministry teams to come forward, uh, and I want to lead out a prayer for for that church and uh, and also for Jill. And um, you know, we pray for a church or ministry every Sunday. And we pray that those who are preaching the word of God and the truths of the word of God, that those churches will grow and be abundant and have prosperity. And so, Lord, we pray, Lord God, for your will be done down there in Graffenburg We pray that those who want to preach God's word, worship you wholeheartedly, proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ, that you bless them, increase them, make a way, open a door. Lord God, for that church to to grow and expand, Lord, in all of our our counties here surrounding us. We pray your blessing on those who believe and trust in your word, Lord God. And, Father, we pray that you anoint them, Lord God, and that they would know the power of your Holy Spirit in their worship and prayers, Lord God. Father, we pray your will be done, Lord, next uh, next Sunday at, at that meeting, Lord God. Father, we pray that you launch more that you spread your word and spread your gospel out of graffenberg in jesus name uh, let's also pray for uh the um uh jill Vitito. i just want to pray I, I i'm you know we trust god in this but i it's my desire she gets healed today that she doesn't have to be in pain every moment you know, every until Wednesday, and then you get getting through this whole treatment plan or whatever, right? I mean, thank God. God uses doctors and nurses. They're instruments of healing. But, Lord, we pray big prayer. Lord, today we pray. I don't know if, Jill, you're watching right now. It really doesn't matter. Our prayer, there's no distance of prayer. Be healed. Jill Vitito on your shoulder today. Be healed now in Jesus' name. Be healed now in this shoulder in Jesus' name, Lord God. Push the pain out in Jesus' name. Restore those bones and ligaments in Jesus' name. Heal right now in Jesus' name. Lord, we pray big prayers. Lord, you, you've done instant healings in the past. You've done them yesterday, today, and forever. We pray a miracle of healing for Jill Vito today. Right now, Lord, she sees right now. She, she feels that she sees something different. Right now, Lord God, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Let's just seek God, folks. Let's stand. Let's keep worshiping Him, praying. Here, the altar's open for for you to receive prayer. I'll be down here. Carol, I'd like for you and Daryl to come on down as well.